Welcome to the Dram Amateur Podcast. Well, hi everybody, how's it going? Episode four of the Dram Amateur Podcast. Thank you guys all for joining. I certainly appreciate it. My name is Jason. Uh, you can find me on Instagram under at the Dram Amateur, spelled correctly. <laughs> Um, but hey, thanks for joining for episode four. Appreciate it. Um, busy week for me this week. I got to travel for work next week too. So uh, it's currently Saturday, the week before uh, I'll, uh, I'll publish this one. Um, and I actually have nothing to do today except go to a party um, tonight. I'm not mad about that. As an adult with a busy life and three kids, I am not mad about Saturdays like that. So it was really weird. Saturday, I woke up this morning. It was foggy outside, foggy, like real foggy. Um, took my time, had a couple cups of coffee, uh, took care of my plants. I uh, in the in the summertime, I grow um, tomato plants and then different types of peppers. Not even tomatoes, like cherry tomatoes. So I do like cherry tomatoes, and I do like I started doing yellow pear cherry tomatoes this year, which is fun. And uh, I grew. Poblano peppers, jalapeno peppers, and um, oh gosh, banana peppers. Holy cow. Wow, I'm not awake yet. That coffee hasn't hit yet. I need more coffee. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this year was this year's been fun. So maintained some tomato plants, picked up picked off some uh, horned worms, which is good, so they don't eat my plants. Um, I don't have a big yard. I have a decent size yard, not a big one. I, I live in a modest sized house and 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 lay and and uh, um, plot. Um, I sound like I'm Amish. My plot is modest size. <laughs> um, but anyway, I grow them in five gallon buckets. So it's kind of fun. Um, I, I started this a couple years ago and have really like knocked it out of the park. I struggle to do big tomatoes. I struggle to do anything big because the nutrients in the soil aren't there to maintain the, the plant for the entire time. So um, I do them in five gallon buckets. Next year, I am changing the tomatoes to a ten gallon bucket. I found ten gallon like trash bins, like heavy duty trash bins on Amazon, and I bought those. Um, so next year, I'll be doing uh, the the tomatoes in ten gallon trash bins. The root systems on the tomatoes really, really, really need more soil, and they they are very robust, and it they struggle in the five gallon bucket when it starts to get hot to maintain. Um, to hold all the water in and keep it and keep it good. And plus they blow over when it gets windy outside. My gosh, if a storm blows through, I've got to like, I, you see, you should see me. I'm running through the house like a sprinter down the stairs, out the door, moving, moving buckets underneath the, uh, the patio or against the house so they don't blow over. I'm getting soaking wet. Uh, it's, it's, it's a, you know, thunder, lightning. I did it three times this week, three times. And I hate being outside when there's lightning. I'm like, this is the way I'm going to die one day. It probably gets struck by lightning. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I did that this morning. That was fun. Got that done. Picked some stuff off too, which was good. Trimmed the plants up. So they're, they're looking good. Um, last year, it was funny. Real, real, real quick story. I, uh, I may, I grew, I always grow jalapenos. Jalapenos, all, all spicy, smaller peppers or just smaller peppers grow really, really well in a five gallon bucket. Um, Last year, I grew ghost peppers, habanero peppers, and jalapeno peppers. Um, and I, I have this thing where I candy jalapeno peppers. Um, everybody has tried to match my recipe. It has still not been accomplished yet, nor will it ever be accomplished. Um, but anyways, a little pride there. Sorry, let me let me take a minute for the pride to sink in. Okay. Um, but I so I, I made them last year. Well, it was funny. I was candying all the jalapenos I did and all the habaneros I had and a ton of ghost peppers too. And uh, when I was doing the ghost peppers, I started struggling to breathe. So I had done the jalapenos first. I candied those. I, I, I candied them and like shelf stabled, like canned canned them. Um, so that was, that was really cool. Um, but when I was, um, I did the habaneros too and everything was fine. Um, but when I did the, um, 
the ghost peppers, I started to struggle to breathe. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I was coughing and stuff like that. And I finally realized that I was legitimately probably making mace because I was boiling the ghost peppers in the solution and the steam coming up from the from the oils and the ghost peppers and the spice and everything i was struggling to breathe well, my daughter came home and she walked in and she could she like it, it instantly hit her like she was like dad i can't breathe so like we like and lit, my wife started like coughing and like she's like God, i'm struggling to breathe too i'm like oh my gosh their eyes were irritated so like we had to open all the windows fumigate the house and I had just got a, I just got done like canning them, so like it took a while to like kind of get through the house. But man, it was hysterical. But um, I still have jars of of candied habaneros, candied ghost peppers. Um, the candy jalapenos go so fast because it's kind of cool the way that I do it. It it, it, it the, the jalapenos are still spicy, but it kind of knocks the spice down a little bit. So they're really, I mean, I'll tell you right now, like. They are on a sandwich, on a burger, like just as a side, like pickles, right? Man, people eat those things like cheese and crackers. Oh my gosh. Like they, people love them. I, I have sold them before. Um, I did very, very good at just like a neighborhood, like a uh, farmer's market. But the problem is, is that it takes a long time to make them. Um, I think I made 20 jars one day. Uh, and it took me um, the whole day. It took me 10 hours. And it, it's just a lot of work. Um, it, it's a lot of work the way that you have to do it and, and the process for it. So I don't do them that often. And, and I find in the summertime, if I have a lot of them in the summertime, I'll just cold can them. So I'll mix up the solution. I'll do it all, put them in the jar, seal the jar up, let it sit out, cool out, cool down. And then I'll just stick it in the fridge and they're good for like three months. And trust me, none of them last past three months. Um so, but anyways, I, I, um, so I have jars left over of habanero and ghost. I have so many of them. I think I have probably three of each, three or four of each. I say so many, but that's a lot to me. And, uh, the last, the last bourbon get to, or the last get together I had with, um, Jerome and, uh, Michael and, uh, Jordan, not Michael Jordan. <laughs> Somebody told me the other day, you know Michael Jordan? I said, oh, it's Michael, comma, Jordan, not Michael Jordan. Michael and Jordan. Um, Michael tried one of the ghost pepper, candied ghost peppers, I think. Mike, I think I saw Michael's soul leave his body that day. Uh, it was <laughs> it was something else. The poor guy, I mean, and, and Michael is the guy that like we, he's a hot sauce. So Michael loves hot sauce. And Michael loves spicy food. He does, he makes fantastic salsa. Um, Michael's a, a, a really, um, makes some really good stuff. Um, he likes spicy food. So like we've been over Michael's and he has a ton of different hot sauces and we've tried them. Um, I've tried the last dab from the hot ones on YouTube. And the last dab is hot, trust me, but it's not terrible. It's honest to God, not terrible. Um, but yeah, so so Michael tried be, being the the badass that Michael is. Michael tried the ghost pepper. Man, he I, I like I said, I think I saw Michael's soul leave his body that day. So um, from that and the, and the jar still open in my fridge and I refuse to open it. I refuse to touch it. I don't know what I was thinking with growing habaneros and hollow and, 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 and ghost peppers. I really don't. Um, dude, it was cool to watch them grow. And to watch them change colors, um, and, and to to have them, um, but man, I I don't I mean I don't know what you use them. He used I think he used the habaneros. I think he used a couple of the habaneros in his in his salsa, which he really really enjoyed. It kind of tones it down, obviously. But those two peppers are just so spicy. So I I probably won't ever grow them again. If anybody wants a jar of candied habaneros or candied ghost peppers, please reach out to me on Instagram. Uh, dram underscore amateur. I will happily, happily, happily ship you a can of them. Uh, I am probably going to have to have you sign a waiver. Uh, I am not going to take responsibility if they're terrible because obviously it's the first time using that recipe on them. So I don't know how they did, but um, but they're spicy. They're they're insane spicy. So um, and this year with the banana peppers, I've been uh, the banana peppers and the ha- jalapenos. Um, I only did one batch of candied jalapenos, which I cold canned and put in the fridge. Um, I haven't even tried them yet. I actually did some poblanos in that batch as well to try those. But um, 
the banana peppers have been fun. Um, they change color to orange. So I've, I've screwed around and let a couple of them change orange in the plant, which I know sucks the life out of the plant and it, ha- it impacts you from getting more peppers. I, I get all that. But I've been playing around with different pickling recipes. Um, not, again, not not shelf-stable canning them, but cold canning them, sticking them in the fridge. I mean, I did, I did a sweet pickling one, which I didn't like. Uh, but I did, um, I, I've been mixing the banana peppers with the jalapeno peppers and pickling them, man, but taking the seeds out of the jalapeno. So you get the pickle, but you don't get the punch of the jalapeno. So it's just got this like light spiciness, man, they are, you want like a snack or like something to eat with a sandwich. They're fantastic. So anyways, this is not a pickle podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or not a pickle. This is not a pepper podcast, but I just wanted to share that because I'm like sitting here on a Saturday with nothing to do. Um, I'm also going to go ahead and do bottle maintenance today. So I wonder if, how many of you guys actually do this. Um, I always see videos um, on Instagram uh, about bottle maintenance, and I know it's a thing. Uh, so um, now that I have all when my bottles were actually in bins before, so if you haven't listened to the first few episodes, um, the I, I used to have bins, like gigantic plastic bins I used to keep all my liquor in, except for what I had downstairs in my liquor cabinet, which can probably hold, I don't know, 50 to 75 bottles maybe. Um, I, I finally bought a shelf, uh, and if you ever want a picture or go back and look at my Instagram, it's I think there's a picture on there. Um, but with the shelf now, everything's out and everything's accessible, which is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. It's freaking awesome. I love it. I love having access to everything. I've cracked bottles that I hadn't cracked in a long time. Um, I, I also get the guilt because I look at it and go, I really don't need any more liquor. Um, and I, to be honest with you, my liquor purchases have significantly decreased over the last several months, um, because it's now there's bit, there's boxes in the floor for some of the doubles. And, um, now the boxes in the floor are full and the bottles are starting to creep out onto the carpet. And I'm just like, nope, 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 nope. I got to chill. I got to figure this thing out. I got to stop buying bottles. Uh, so I'll probably, so I'm very choosy with what I buy right now. That's, that's, that's the story behind it. But with, but with having the bottles on the shelf, um, and on the floor and in the boxes, um, there's bottle maintenance that has to be done. So I've, I've seen videos of, of people taking a cloth and, and dusting the bottles and wiping the bottles down and then obviously turning the bottles upside down. So the cork gets wet before it's sitting back on the shelf. Um, I've got to do that today. I've got, again, I have nothing else to do today except to go to a party tonight. Um, So I'm like, hey, what the heck? Why not? I might as well do bottle maintenance. My wife's not even home. She's uh, getting her hair did. Uh, So I said, what the heck? I might as well do that. So I'm going to crank some tunes and I'm going to do some bottle maintenance. And actually, the bottle maintenance exercise, I think, is going to go into episode five, which I'm not going to tell you about. I'm not going to give you any kind of hints or anything, but um, I think it's going to go into episode five. Because I think I've got some uh, ideas for episode five, so, um, so yeah, so that w- that's been fun. So that's that's what my plans are today. Um, otherwise, let's be let's be honest. Let let's be dead honest. If I didn't do that today, if I didn't have these plans, does anybody want to guess where I w- what I would be doing? If oh, did you like the dead air there? Like I'm, I let you like yell out a guess. Yeah, that, that was pretty funny. Um. I'd be hunting. Yeah, I'd be out hunting. And to be honest with you, with the amount of time that I had available this morning, um, knowing what time um, liquor stores open and knowing that my wife won't be back from her appointment in a long time and knowing that I had nothing to do except to party at five o'clock tonight, I probably would have went to Chattanooga and probably would have hunted by myself up there. I probably would have got up at the crack of dawn been out there for the first store, opening it at nine and hunted. So this is the smarter choice. I get to stay home, save money, talk to you guys, right? Have some fun. Um, and yeah, and, 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 and have a great time today. So anyway, so today let's talk about what we're going to talk about. So, um, this episode might run long. I'm already looking at the clock going, damn, dude, you, you were a talker this morning, uh, so today we're going to talk about a few new releases that I've seen because you guys are all flexing on Instagram. 
Uh, the jealousy level is a little high. So congrats to you guys have who have been flexing lately. I'm, I'm pretty jealous. Uh, but I'm going to talk to you guys about a chance encounter um, with a another Instagrammer that I, uh, I, I quote unquote met him, but quote unquote did not meet him. Pretty funny story. And then if we have time, I'm going to get into one more story. That'll be the bonus story if we have time. If not, maybe it's going into the next episode. So we'll see. But anyway, so new releases rate late, lately. Gosh, you guys have been like mad flex. It's pretty insane. Um, a little jealous on this side. Um, some of you guys have gotten the new JD, uh, Jack Daniels release, the twice barreled rye. Um, I've seen it for insane prices already, but I also know some of you got it for pretty good price. Uh, so congrats to you guys that have scored that. Um, I know I've seen some of you guys with the new Woodford reserve batch proof. I think it's like one twenty six point three or something like that. Uh, that's good. Uh, that's congrats to you guys. Listen, some of you are still dragging in JD tens and JD twelves, which congrats to you guys. Some of them you guys purchased out in stores. Some of you won in raffles. Congrats to all of you that had that. Um, uh, I saw that Mr. Given today on Instagram. If you guys don't follow Mr. Given, definitely follow him. I think it's Mr. Underscore Given, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he found a uh, Old Forester single barrel, barrel proof rye. I think it was a floor uh, K, uh, or no, sorry, uh, warehouse K floor seven. So congrats to you, man. That's awesome. Uh, I actually recently purchased one too. I think it mine's a warehouse K floor two or three. Uh, but man, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's delicious. So props to all you guys that are finding out, finding those cool bottles. Um, pretty neat that you guys are finding those special releases. Uh, I'm not out hunting enough and I to be honest right now, if I get lucky enough and stumble on one, I'll be excited. If I don't, I don't know if I'm going to care that much. And I, I, you know, I'll have hopefully samples of somebody's to give it a try. Um, but my, uh, well, we'll just see. We'll see how lucky I get. I'll be excited if I find one. Um, little other fun story. Um, let me pull the bottles. I'm looking at it. Last night, I went back to my Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proof rye that I had recently got. Um, it had been well over a month since I opened it uh, and and shared it um, with some people. Uh, it mine is a mine is number number barrel number two three zero four zero five two. Bottled on 41923, um, Barrel House 203. Mine comes in at a whopping 131.5 proof, which I know is kind of mid-range for these from what I'm starting to see. Um, but what I have heard is that a lot of these are so vastly different between all the bottles, which is kind of fun. Um, but I had mine again last night, and boy, I- I'm going to tell you something. It... Um, it was interesting. Uh, it, it drinks. It, it, it drinks like wasabi. And <laughs> I, I don't know how else to describe it. But when I take a sip of it, it goes straight to my sinuses and my nose, like wasabi does. It's crazy. It's fantastic. But like, and I don't know if it was summertime or what it was. But I was struggling to get through. The, I wasn't struggling to get through the glass. But it just drinks very hot, and it's that wasabi punch to it. Um, so I had to dra- I had to, I had to add some drops last night. So I think I had an ounce and a half gla- left in the glass. I had three drops of water. It was really, really good with that. And I don't, I don't normally do that with whiskey or bourbon, I should say, or any- anything I drink. Um, but that thing, I just needed something on it. Um, and then I did another two ounce pour of it last night and did five drops of water and it's fantastic. Uh, the water totally helped it. It cut down that like wasabi punch and you got through to everything else within that, within that glass. Um, and it's, 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 it's fantastic. So, um, it was funny. I was joking with a couple people. I'm like, man, I had to be a wuss. I had to add water to it. And, and they're like, no, no shame in that. Um, but yeah, it was really, really good. So that's going to have to be a five drop, uh, two ounce pour, five drops of water, four drops of water. Uh, maybe when the winter time comes, I'll, uh, I'll let it sit, but that's something that bottle, like that will remain on my shelf like all the time. So when that bottle goes or gets close to the end, I'll be buying another one. So, but that's fantastic. So, all right, so let's jump into some stories. So, uh, recently, well, recently now a month now, gosh, it may have been more than a month. When did it know it was July? It was the 4th of July weekend. Yeah, it was 4th of July weekend. It was been more than a month, man. Time flies. Um, I went out to uh, go hunting on a Friday by myself. I had the Friday off from work. 
Uh, and I went to go out hunting and um, I headed out about an hour to an hour and a half from my house um, and went to go um, out toward the Johns Creek Gwinnett area of Georgia and um, did some hunting out there. Uh, it was great. I wanted to see if I could hit up a couple stores um, to find um, some things I was looking for. Um, I didn't really have anything in particular in mind that I was like exclusively looking for, um, but definitely um, was excited to head out. Uh, so I went out and that day I ended up hitting, oh man, 12 stores. Yeah, 12 stores. I hit 12 stores in about a uh, um, a few hour period. Uh, didn't really have any luck uh, at the first uh, 11 stores. I did buy uh, a bottle at one of the stores. Um, that was really, really fun. Um, but we'll get into that here in a little bit. But hunting's fun, right? Hunting can be hit and miss sometimes uh, with, with it. You can have good days and bad days. Um, and I think when I used to start, when I used to, when I used to hunt, when I, when I, when I started hunting, um, I was buying everything. I was buying a lot of things and spent a ton of money. Uh, and now, and, and I used to be kind of disappointed if I didn't find anything. Now it's just, I don't know. It's, it's kind of fun. Um, I, I go and, and, and see if I find things that I, that are hard to find that I'd like to have. Uh, of course, because I have now, you know, uh, Armagnac and tequila and rum and, and bourbon or rye or, or whatever you want to say. Um, there's, there obviously I have a ton of options, which is fantastic. So I don't go just hunting for one thing. Um, it takes me a little bit of time in liquor stores, which is fun. So that's why I want to go back up to Chattanooga because now it's like, oh man, I've got you know this whole vast array of things I can search for. And I haven't really been up to Chattanooga since I started getting into tequila too. So definitely something to to have some fun with. But uh, yeah, so I went out and and just didn't really have anything on the list to look for. Um, but like I said, hunting back then, like I would be disappointed if I didn't find anything. Um, but now it's kind of just fun to just go. Um, I always try to find a decent place to stop for lunch uh, and have a really good lunch, find a place to have some pours and have some, have some really good pours. Um, the chips of Chattanooga are always filled with kind of those lunch, those lunch breaks with good, with good liquor in between good burgers, good pizza, good food, whatever it might look like that day. Um, but um, yeah, now now I'm just like, if I don't find anything, I don't find anything, right? It's just fun to be out. Uh, it's fun to see what people have in their shelves or in their in their stores that I may not purchase because of either I don't want it, but price. Um, it's, it's very much like yard sailing, right? Um, or antiquing or uh, um, what's the other thing? Uh, like estate sales, right? You're always going to see what somebody has and, and like other people's junk. They say one man's junk is another man's treasure, right? One one person's bottle of bourbon or booze they're selling is somebody else's treasure. So different people um, treasure different things. So uh, so this day, yeah, I hit up 12 stores around that area. I popped over to start in Johns Creek, topped over to the other side of 85, and then hopped down to Peachtree Corners and then back up to Johns Creek. So I hit up 12 stores in that time. Didn't really see, I mean, there was a lot I saw. Don't get me wrong. There's there's obviously a ton of bottles out there, but man, secondary pricing on a lot of them. Um, things I don't want. I'm not, I'm not paying crazy amounts of stuff. I, I still keep passing. For example, I still keep passing in a bottle of JD12 for $250. I just like, it's just ridiculous, man. I'm not paying that much. I know how much the bottle is and it's like, it's just not worth it. So I ended up, my further store that I ended up at was um, Branded Barrel over in um, in Gwinnett County um, on the other side of 85. And um, I popped in there and I had been talking to um, some people on Instagram in between stores because what I was doing was, was I was going out. I was like, this is Instagram worthy, right? So I was going out, I was taking pictures of myself in front of the store with the name of the store on it and putting a number with it. So like one, two, three. So that day you could follow me and see I hit 12 stores, each with a number on it. So, uh, you know, fun times. Um, and I was as I was going out further east, I uh, was talking to people on Instagram on DM, right, and 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 talking to them, and 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 I was talking to nerds and burbs. And he, uh, I remember I was at one store. I don't remember what store it was. I think it, oh, it was World Beverage. Yeah, it was World Beverage in Duluth. I think it's in Duluth. And um, I was there, and I took a picture, and he's like, "Hey, you're, you know, that's awesome. You're getting closer to me. Hope you're having a good time." Blah blah blah, and and, and didn't really think anything of it. 
Um, I didn't, I hadn't told anybody where I was going or what my plans were or anything. So um, I ended up looking at the map and and finding two other stores out. I think it's on 120 going east. And I was like, all right, I'm going to just keep driving out. And the branded barrel one didn't seem far away. Um, traffic was light because it was a Friday before holiday. Kids were out of school. So I was like, I'll drive out that way. That'll be the furthest, furthest I drive and I'll head back. So I did. Um, so I stopped at one more store on the way out there and then stopped at Branded Barrel. And I walked into Branded Barrel and was pretty impressed with the store. I was I was a little disappointed they didn't have as many store picks as I would have liked to see. Um, but it was still cool. It's still a cool store. Um, so I walked, walked in and was searching around the bourbon aisle. And... Um, no, I'm sorry. I started in the rum aisle when I walked in. Walked in the rum aisle. And this is like, was this before? Te- no, this is when I had like tequila too. So I went down the rum aisle, went down the tequila aisle. And I always, I always say bourbon for last because I know right now what I like in bourbon. And like you get a really, like you get a really wow me if I really want bourbon right now. Um, I have so much bourbon um, and I feel like I have a decent variety. I'm like super duper picky, uh, super duper picky. Uh, so... Um, I went down, I went in this, went into the, I went into those two aisles and then I hit up the, uh, the bourbon aisle and man, the store was dead quiet. I mean, there was like four people in the store. It was, it was before lunch. It was 10 30, 10 15. It was, it was early, early. Um, but I remember I hit the bourbon aisle from the back of the store. Um, and the aisles are long and the shelves are tall, right? Um, it's a little dark in the, it's not dark. It's just the lighting's not like the best. Right. And there was some other dude at the end of the end of the aisle. Um, you know, and we kind of made our way toward each other, you know, in in the middle. Right. And I'm, this is one of these things with, and maybe it's just me, right. This is one of those things with like meeting another dude in a store that you don't know, right? And you want to spark up a conversation. Well, you know, what, what What can you say? How do you approach it? How do you not seem like the uh, a douche? Like, I don't, man, it's just weird, right? You don't know the dude. You have no idea who the hell it is. So like, I remember we crossed paths and um, I said, excuse me, or I walked behind him or something like that. We really didn't say anything to each other at all. Um, and again, the whole time you're like, what's he looking at? What's he buying? You know, what's he pulling off the shelf? Um, like, I think he was looking at a Redwood Empire. I think they had the the cask strength ones with the with the forest green. And I'm pretty sure that he picked up a bottle of it. And I was going to say, oh, man, have you had those yet? You know, they're really good. Um, I, I've heard great. I have the pipe dream one. I heard it's fantastic. Right. You always like see this kind of like you, you, you see him pick up a bottle and you want to spark up a conversation about, but at the same time you don't want, I don't know, man. it's just, you don't want to deal with like the backlash if they're like, don't talk to me or they act weird about it. Or they're like, no, this bottle's trash. How can you even like this? I want to throw it into the ground. Your tastes suck. <laughs> um, or, um, you know, or, or or you or you convince somebody to, or you talk to somebody and share your feedback, and then they buy a bottle and they effing hate it, and they're and you feel guilty. Like I don't, I'll never see the guy again, probably, right? But you're like, oh Jesus, whatever. So I don't know. It, it's just this really weird like vibe, right? And and y- you just don't know what you're gonna get when you talk to somebody. So I remember walking out of the bourbon aisle. And um, I went to the glass shelf that they had, the glass case they had, and they had a whole bunch of stuff in there. Uh, they had some cool things in there, but they had a widow. They had a, I'm sorry, not a widow. Uh, they had a tequila ocho reposado finished in widow Jane barrels, which was one of the things I had been looking for. I had actually purchased it online from an online retailer, and the online retailer had not shipped my order in 21 days. And I was like, nope, bump this. I'm canceling the order. I canceled the order and I never got it. So I was a little disappointed. Uh, so when I saw that bottle, I jumped on it. Price was like perfect. I was like, that's awesome. Um, so I snagged it. Uh, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go give one more pass down the bourbon aisle just to make sure I didn't miss any cool store picks that were hiding or anything like that. <laughs> so I went back down the bourbon aisle and dude was still there. Uh, and and again, <laughs> weird situation. You don't know what to say. Uh, and I think he was pulling off a larceny uh, barrel proof at the time. And I don't remember what batch it was, um, but he was pulling off a larceny barrel proof. So uh, I, I went down that aisle. I think I made another run down the rum aisle. 
And then we both ended up in line. So he was in front of me. I was behind him. He bought the larceny. Um, still didn't strike up a conversation with him. Um, and then I think I ended up getting checked out like by another register because there was a line starting to form. So like we almost walked out of the store at the same time together. I mean, I think we we're 25 steps behind each other. And um, so he got and we, we were and we were parked in the very front of the parking lot, like up against the road because the, the store's a little off the road. We were the only cars parked and we we're like four spaces between each other. Like literally like when he got in his car, I could have looked over to him. He could have looked over to me. We could have like seen each other, waved to each other, rolled down windows, said hi, whatever. Right. So that's how close we were to each other. So I pulled my bottle out because I was pretty stoked about it, um, took a picture of it put it on the gram uh, in my stories and then took off. Well, it's funny because literally 20 minutes later, I get to my next store, maybe 15 minutes later, and I have a DM from Nerds and Burbs. And he's like, dude, he's like, that was you? (laughs) So come to find out. Nerds and Burbs, somebody I've been talking to for a while, even before this trip, right? And come to find out, um, that was Nerds and Burbs in the freaking aisle at the Branded Barrel. And we didn't say a damn word to each other. We didn't know who the hell each other was. (laughs) And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I'm like, that is insane. I'm like, how the hell does something like that happen, right? Honest to God, like, how the hell do you, like live in completely different portions of the state of Georgia and then just end up at the same liquor store at the same time in the same aisle, crossing paths with each other, checking out together, walking out together. It's just so freaking weird. But he's just like, dude, if he, he's like, if I would have known that was you, I would have I would have said something. I'm like, dude, vice versa. He's like, I always like wear my nerds and burbs shirts out normally or my hat when I go out. He's like, I didn't wear it today. And I'm like, man, if you would have worn it, I would have asked about it because obviously I know you. So it's just really weird how like you... And he, I think he told me too, he's like, I wanted to say something and spark up a conversation, but I didn't know what to say. And it was funny because I obviously, I think I felt the same way. Um, so it was, it was hysterical. I was just like, it, it's just funny how you can live in separate parts of the state of Georgia, um, be, in a, be in a store at the same time in the same damn aisle, not say a damn thing to each other. And like somebody that you talk to on Instagram all the time, that was that person. So I told him, I said, dude, we got to get back together sometime. Um, I, I, him and I have, have agreed on a trade here. I think the Friday before Labor Day weekend, we're going to meet up somewhere, um, and, and exchange those bottle or bottles and, and finally get to meet each other, like officially meet each other. I think we've unofficially met each other, uh, but we haven't officially met each other. So that was, it's pretty funny. It's a pretty funny story. Um, chance encounter, right? I still, like I told him, I'm like, now I've like seen you, but haven't met you. I'm like kind of weird and kind of odd, but it's so, it's funny how the, how the world works, you know? So that was a good story. Um, I think I've got a little bit of time to tell you about my other story. Uh, so, and it's, it's actually my bottle pour today. So if I don't do it, then I'm not going to have a bottle pour. Oh, that's not good. Okay. All right. I promise to pour every single day. All right. So story number two. We, I, I don't remember how, but on Instagram, I follow a local, my local town's bourbon society, which has zero activity on it. Um, okay. I'm exaggerating with zero. I'll, I'll say one post a quarter or one post every six months. Like there's zero, there's zero activity on it. Um, I don't remember how I came across it. I was scrolling through Instagram one time. It was in the afternoon. I remember that because it was right after work when I ended up going. Um, But there was a post by a woman uh, that had said, hey, uh, we're moving and I can't take all this stuff with me. Um, I need somebody to pick it up. Just message me and we can arrange it. And it was a picture of a ton of bourbon. I mean, a absolute ton of bourbon. Um, I couldn't really see what was in there. Um, and to be honest with you at the time, this was back in June of last year. And to be honest with you at the time, I really didn't care. I was just interested. I was like, all right. So I PM'd her and I'm like interested PMing you now. I was like the very first post and it had been up for like 20 to 30 minutes. Like nobody else saw it. Um, so I PM'd her. And um, I was like, hey, you know, how much do you want for it? She's like, nope, not selling it. Uh, We're moving. I don't feel like carting all this stuff to my new house. Just come get it. And I'm like, 
really? I'm, I, I can't give you any money for it. I didn't know what was there was bottle wise, but I'm, I, I'm sure I could have negotiated something. She's like, nope, just come get it. I'm like, okay. Um, I'm like, well, I'm in the same town you are. So like, how quickly do you want me to come? She's like, sooner the better. And I'm like, this is a really weird situation, right? So I was like, okay. I, I was all excited. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, I'm leaving here in 10 minutes. Um, I'll see you soon. And it was like a 15 minute drive to her house. So I told my wife, I'm like, is this weird? And she's like, kind of yes, but she's like, it's all on Facebook. She's like, take screenshots, send it to me. She's like, if something happens to you, then I can show the cops. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, we're literally preparing for me to like get mugged again. This is like, this is like the other episode where the guy wanted me to walk into his house. Here I am about to walk up to some lady's house. Um, but I was like, okay. Um, I'm like, all right. I'm like, I told, I told my wife, I said, I'm going to go. If something happens, I'll let you know, like call the police. Like, I just feel weird. So as I got in the car, I was all excited, drove over. I had a little cash on me just in case. Like, I didn't, I don't know, man. I felt guilty, like taking all those bottles and not giving her anything for it. And again, I didn't know what the bottles were, um, but that's beside the point. So I drove to her house the whole entire time I'm driving to her house. I'm sitting there thinking, I'm about to be on like that Chris Harris show that used to be on NBC to catch a predator. I'm a bourbon predator, not a child predator. Don't, yeah, don't get me wrong. But to catch a predator. I'm I'm like, I'm going to go in and the ATF or whoever, the FBI or whoever arrests people for this is going to be in her house. I'm going to walk in. They're going to handcuff me. I'm going to go to jail or some dudes going to be sitting at the kitchen table and they're going to be like, sit down. Son, do you have a problem? I have like Dr. Phil's going to be like, it's time to get real. You have a problem, son, with bourbon that you have to come buy, come pick up free whiskey from some woman that posted on Facebook. Yeah, that's what I was literally like wondering if it's going to happen. But so I drove over, lived in a nice house, nice neighborhood, right? So I'm like, okay, a little less, a little less scammy, but still a little worried. Knock on our door. No, all I hear is kids screaming, 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 screaming. Knock on the door, no answer. I'm like, oh my God. Next thing I know, knock on the door again. Some kid who's naked with just a diaper on answers the door. And I'm like, what in the hell? I'm like, hey, is your mom home? This woman comes running to the door, frowns. She's like, oh my God, put your clothes on. White pants are in the door, blah, blah, blah. And she's got kids running everywhere on the house. She's got three kids. They're screaming and jumping and acting crazy. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, what am I getting myself into? And I'm like, hey, I'm Jason. I'm like, I'm, I I messaged you. She's like, hey, hey, come on in, come on in, come on in. And, she, and the stuff was all on the left-hand side inside her house in the dining room on a table. She's like, all right. She's like, all of this is good to go except for those four bottles over there. There was like an Elijah Craig 23 in the four bottles. I remember that. Um, and I was like, I was just like, get it packaged up. I brought boxes. I brought everything I possibly could. I'm like, just get it packaged up. Get the hell out of here and look at it when you get home. Like, I'm not even effing with it right now. Um, and I'm like, what? what's going on? I'm like, you know. I'm like, you going through a divorce? She's like, no, no, my husband and I used to collect. She's like, we were going to open a bar in town, but the laws with the with, in town don't allow you to open a bar without food. So she's like, we had all these bottles that we purchased for the bar. We ended up auctioning off all the good ones. And I'm like, damn it. I'm like, oh, there's no bangers in here. But uh, she's like, and this is what's left. And I just don't want to take it and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, I'm like, okay, cool. So she's like, all right, I got some boxes. She's like, just package it all up and, and take it. And I was like, all right, cool. And I'm, I'm telling you, like, package it up and take it. There was 20, there was over 20 bottles. It was a ton of bottles. So I packaged them all up and had to take three trips out to my truck to put them in. Um... And I'm like, can I give you some money? And she's like, no, you know, no, not necessary. And I'm like, you know, and I had seen some of the bottles when I was putting it in. And I'll tell you that here in a, in a couple minutes. And I was just like, I saw some of them and I was like, can I give you some money? I'm like, come on, please just let me give you something. And she's like, no, no, don't worry about it. And I'm like, here, take a hundred bucks. So I gave her a hundred bucks. 
Um, I felt guilty, like taking the bottles. Um, I'm sure it would have been fine, but I was just like, just take a hundred dollars. You know, I'm like, whatever, do whatever you take. You take you and your husband out for a nice dinner, take your kids out for ice cream, like whatever. I'm like, it's not cool to just take things for free. I pro- everyone's like, my friends were just like, you should just left the friggin' house with the bottles, shut your mouth and just drove away. So you're never going to see her again. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I probably should have. So I was driving, had to tell my wife, hey, I'm out. I made it. Everything's good. Um, you know, I'm alive, not dead, uh, not murdered, not missing my livers in a, in a bathtub of uh, water and ice. So I'm good to go. Um, so got home and d- started digging through the box. Uh, so let me tell you some of the things that I got. And then one of our, my, la- my poor today in the last 10 minutes of the show or five minutes of the show will be one of the bottles. Um, I ended up getting, um, again, and I'm not, no order, right? None of these, some of these are not really special. Um, I ended up getting a, uh, JW Kelly Melrose, um, which was a, like a finished bourbon. Uh, I ended up getting a David Nicholson, 1843, a Bower Hill rye, a peerless rye, um, a Hudson four grain whiskey. Uh, I got a Jefferson reserve store pick that is from like 2015 or 2016. I think it's from the big a bottle shop. Um, I, I have not opened that yet. It's older. I have no idea. I ended up getting a Redemption nine-year bourbon. Um, I got a 1792 Bottle and Bond store pick, which I demolished extremely quickly. Um, that bottle was one of my favorite bottles like that I may have ever had. It was it was great flavor, easy drinking, wicked freaking good, very, very great finish. Really enjoyed that one. I think I also got a 1792 small batch too, because there was two 1792s. Or no, maybe there was another bottle and bond store pick. Oh, I may have been another bottle and bond store pick. I think it was, and I think I gave it away. Anyway, I'll tell you about that here in a minute. Um, there was a Yamato cask strength. Uh, there was a Kentucky Owl confiscated. There was a Hill Rock double cask rye. There was a Mikado 23. So if you've ever seen the Mikado 23, it's a Japanese whiskey that sells for $500 at Total Wine. I got it for free. I've heard it's trash. If you look at the reviews online, it has like a star and a half, a star and a quarter. Um, One of these days, I'll pop it and try it. I got a Russell's 10-year, standard Russell's, good stuff. I got a Bernheim 7-year. I got a Yellow Rose Port Barrel. Uh, and then, and, and those bottles I gave away to some friends. So I had my, 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 my bug guy lives in the neighborhood and he had actually commented on the Facebook post and wanted some of the stuff, but I told him like, just come on over. I'm like, let's do this. I'm like, I'll give you some of the bottles. You give me a free month of past service. I'm like, that way I get some of these out of my house cause I don't want them. Uh, and I already knew the ones I wanted to keep. So I had those set aside. So he came over, grabbed the cup, grabbed what he wanted, which was cool. Um, and then, um, Got you know, gave some to the, uh, my buddy as well. Actually, my again, my buddy wanted me wanted some too, and he's like, "Can we give you some money for them?" So I gave some to him, and then I had another friend too, the same thing. He's like, "Hey, you know, the ones you don't want, I'll take this, this, and this." He's like, "I'll throw you fifty bucks or whatever it was." I'm like, "Cool." I'm like, you know that. So I made up my money from giving her the money. So we all got to make out a little bit, right? Each of us, all th- all four of us. Got bottles we we didn't we didn't have. Got bottles that we may have wanted. Um, for for extremely low cost, um, and everybody enjoyed it. So that, that everybody made out on that. So, but there were three bottles in there that um, two of them were two of them were bangers. One of them I think is a really big, good banger, but one of the two of the other ones are are good. So one of them was an old Forester. I'm sorry, an old Fitzgerald Eleven. Um, it was my first old Fitz. Um, and it was open, but whatever. I mean, yeah, some of these were open and closed too. By the way. Um, it was an old Fitz 11. Um, uh, and if you don't know old Fitzgerald, they come in the cool decanters, um, really cool things. Um, I had a, a pour of it. I think I still have a two ounce sample downstairs. I don't remember. Um, but it was, oh, it, it's just not my jam. Not saying it's bad, not saying it's terrible. The bottle was, I don't know, two thirds full, probably, um, three quarters full. It was just not my jam. So I ended up talking to my buddy my buddy is a huge uh, michael pines pipes and drams is a huge old fitzgerald fan um so we agreed on a trade for a midwinter's night's dram because i love midwinter's night midwinter's night's dram so we agreed on that so i ended up trading him that bottle for that um i also and i'm gonna pull it off the floor here 
I also, and still have not even opened it, I got a barrel bourbon. Uh, and I know several of you that I follow on Instagram are huge barrel bourbon fans. Um, I have a batch 14, uh, nine years old, uh, 109.4 proof, um, bottle number 1656. It's a blend of Kentucky, Tennessee and Kentucky bur- uh, bourbon. Um, but yeah, it's a batch 14, uh, nine years old. Uh, I still haven't even opened it. Uh, the, the, the plastic seal is off of the bottle, but the, the strip is, is in completely intact. Um, I was going to open this today, uh, but I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Um, I like barrel. I've had one bottle before. Um, the reviews on this one are pretty good. Um, so if anybody's interested in this, that listens to this, and I might actually even post it on Instagram and see, um, but like, I don't, I don't know if I want it or not. It's one of those things that like, I, I I'll, if, and if I do, if we, if I do trade, maybe I'll see if somebody agrees to let me open it, take a two ounce sample and then send the bottle. But anyway, I don't know. We'll see what we do with this, but it was, um, yeah, it's still here, but it's still cool. It's a batch 14. It's so it's one of their first batches that they released. So that's pretty cool. The next bottle is the one that I still don't think I realize the the coolness of, and I'm trying to I gotta try to find the picture um, of it, uh, not of the bottle, but the details for it that I was pretty stoked about when I found it or when I saw it that I had to um, make sure that I snagged it and appreciated it, and I still have only sh- I've shared pours out of it. But I don't think I've had a pour of it in a hot minute. So I'm going to hold on. Bottle pop. Ooh, gosh, tight. Ooh, that was good. I'm going to do a little pour as I'm talking. Ooh, the the nose on that from the bottle. Ooh. Yeah, by the way, it is um, 11. Oh, it's 11.54 by now. Okay. This is a long podcast, y'all. I'm sorry. Not my standard 30 to 40 minutes. But um, so this is a high west. Burai. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's a Burai, but this is batch 15B12. So this is from 2015 and is one of the original batches of High West Burai. Um, it's 46% um, ABV. Um, and it is, if you look at the batch of, of this and what's in it, this thing is pretty uh pretty robust so again it's 2015 uh it is the the batch contents is a nine-year-old straight bourbon which is sourced from mgp 75 percent corn 21 percent rye four percent malted barley um there is a 10-year-old straight rye 95 percent rye five percent barley malt uh, from, sourced from MGP. There is a 16-year-old rye that is 95, 5, so 95% rye, 5% malt, uh, barley malt from MGP. And then last but not least, another 16-year-old rye that's 80 rye, 10 corn, 10 malt, sourced from Barton. So this thing is from 2015. Um, it is a blend of 9, 10, 9, 10 and 16-year-old MGP and 16-year-old Barton. And as I'm talking, my god, this room like smells of this of this of this. This is unfreaking believable. Um I I haven't had a pour of this since I got it. And it, funny fun fact. I ended up buying a bottle of Burai back in 2020, one of the releases, and I didn't like it. The High West one. I ended up um, I ended up trading it for something else. Um, but may, I, I, and, and I was pretty excited when I got this one because of the age on it. And it's one of the originals. Um, but man, let me try a sample of it. Um, it's not 12 yet, but hey, let's do it. So hold one second. Let me try a sample of this. But the smell, like I said, the nose on this, like, it smells the whole room up. Yeah, that's delicious. Man, man, that's really good. Sweet. You get the rye spice on it, which is great. Long finish, long finish. A lot of it's in my mid palate, 
very brown sugary. Man, that's really good. Let me try another one, see if I can get anything out of it. Again, dream amateur. Don't trust my tasting notes. I'm not a pro here. Let me try another sip. Man, that's really good. Get that rye kick, that rye spice, brown sugar. That's a, that's some good stuff. Really, really good stuff. So anyway, so that's a pretty cool bottle that I have. Um, I think one of my Instagram posts I put out after I after I post this podcast, I'll put out pictures of the bottles that I had. Um, but that's some good stuff. So that's a very fun bottle that sits in the back of my shelf. It's the original one with the with the with the small rabbit on it with the horns, um, but it's pretty neat. And it's probably oh man, it's probably fifty five percent full, sixty percent full. It's still I still have a lot. So really good stuff. Um, really 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 interesting blend. Um, really cool to have, right? Because I know these things are starting to get harder and harder to find. But yeah, it's a decent, very 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 cool bottle to have. So. Uh, that's it. So podcast was extremely long today. Uh, I probably could have done this in two episodes, but again, I have nothing to do today. So why not? So we're going to be around 50 to 55 minutes. This will be an hour long podcast. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, good talking to you guys again. I very much appreciate all your support. Um, I know I, I've messaged and talked to some of you guys and I've, I've now um, either helped you start your way down the rum rabbit hole or the tequila rabbit hole. Uh, for that, I apologize. <laughs> um, I'm going to go, uh, actually I owe some of you guys samples as well. So I'm going to go clean up some bottles. I'm going to go tune some, turn some music on. I'm going to go pour some samples and get some packages ready to go out tomorrow or Monday. But yeah, thanks guys for, thanks guys for all the support. Um, all the feedback, I, I really, really appreciate it as, as always. Um, again, this is just something for me to have as a hobby. And from what I'm seeing, you guys really, you guys are enjoying it. You're appreciating it. You're, you're, um, you're um, giving me great feedback as well. So I really appreciate that. So cheers to all of you. I hope you have a fantastic, I hope you had a fantastic weekend because you're going to get this dropped on Thursday. Uh, I have to travel this week. Uh, there's some decent bars to where I'm traveling. So it's pretty excited about that. So I'm going to try to see if I can hit up anything and find some decent pours. Um, but I got a little, I got to present at a leadership conference this week. So it's going to be a busy week for me work-wise. So, but anyways, thanks all for listening. I certainly appreciate every single one of you. Uh, I hope you have a great time and cheers. Have a great week. Talk soon. This has been the Dram Amateur Podcast, and we thank you very much for listening and supporting the podcast.